0: There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcast at DubaiEye1038.com Book News, your latest literary roundup.
1: Okay, Flora, I am confused. <laughs> because people have been weird on social media again. But this time, I took exception because they were weird with books. Have you heard about this? I have heard about this, and I'm completely on your side, Annabelle. Well this is one of those things where I don't actually I haven't seen two sides to this, I've just seen just abject horror um, I can't tell where it exactly started but the concept is that you use something that is totally ridiculous as a bookmark. I am of course talking about this bookmark challenge business and you share it with that hashtag bookmark challenge and the example that has particularly angered bookworms is the picture of Oreo cookies and milk being poured all over the inside of a book from the brand's own Twitter feed. Why?
0: I think it started with a tweet of someone just showing her dog being used as a yeah, Mark in a really cute way. There was
1: no need to take it to another level. No, I mean, dogs are cute. That's always going to win. Why do you have to try and do better than that? You can't. It's it's a cute dog. Um, so other brands have jumped in and quite frankly, they're ruining perfectly good books. And there was an article by Naili McFarlane in The National this week that I think summed it up quite nicely. She said, reading a book is a privilege, a window into another world. Many people around the world don't have access to books and wasting water and food by ruining them feels like a double slap in the face. I haven't met anyone yet who disagrees with this assessment.
0: And if you can think how pouring water on a book would work as a bookmark, just don't get it.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. (laughs) Okay, you have some news about Milton and Shakespeare. Well, well, here's a bit of book news that again raises
0: the question of when it's okay to write notes or deface your book so along with page corner turners and what you can use as a bookmark it's been a contentious topic on talking of books over the years but this is one that even the most fastidious reader might forgive so imagine your library has a copy of Shakespeare's first folio of which only 233 of the 750 published in 1623 still exist the last one sold at auction for 1.87 million pounds that's 8.5 million dirhams so goodness I know (gasps) Imagine the first photo you're researching has some exceptionally insightful annotations written in the margins. Imagine you write an article about this anonymous annotator, with pictures, which a researcher in ocean oases and thinks, that handwriting looks familiar. And he blogs with some trepidation that it seems we've discovered the poet John Milton's personal copy of Shakespeare's plays. No! (laughs) This just happened to Pennsylvania State University English professor Claire Bourne, whose work on a first folio was spotted by Cambridge University fellow Jason Scott Warren.
1: What a find! I think this is
0: amazing. And um, online you can go and see the annotations um, that are written down there. So apparently Scott Warren, who's quoted in The Guardian, said, I always think I recognise that handwriting, but normally I'm wrong. But this time I thought, the case is getting stronger and stronger so lots of other scholars have now agreed that the evidence really is persuasive it could be a remarkable discovery Milton was about 8 when Shakespeare died so this is you know almost contemporary and he was hugely influenced by him in writing works such as Paradise Lost so... This is an insight into what he thought of Shakespeare as he was reading it and how he used it to write his own work. I think it's wonderful. This first folio itself is actually now on display at the Free Library of Pennsylvania and the two researchers are planning a series of articles together, so I think we should watch out for more.
1: That must have been such a wonderful day for those professors who were, you know, whiling away, doing their business, and then, bam, suddenly you discover something quite extraordinary. You have John Milton's copy (laughs) of Shakespeare's first folio. That's incredible. But only... so. Only two hundred and thirty-three of the seven fifty that were published still exist. Unknown to exist.
0: Now there could be some hidden away in the depths of libraries. Where are the rest I of know? them? Be wonderful. I mean, a number have probably been destroyed, lost over the years. But it was the first. The first folio was the first um, book where all Shakespeare's plays were collected together in his lifetime. I think only seventeen of the thirty-five were actually published. There's potentially thirty-six. So if this first folio hadn't been gathered by two of the actors that had worked with him and published um, about, I think it was about eight years, seven eight years after mm. his
1: death, we wouldn't have many of his plays. So I wonder, there must be an entire faction of people who are kind of folio hunters. Yeah. I'm sure there are. Um, there's probably a really rubbish TV series in that. <laughs> but the
0: privilege of being able to work with one of those must be extraordinary. There's just so much more to hear.
1: Download our podcast at dubai Eye 1038com